Hey, you, yeah, you. Come a little closer to the speaker, pushing your butt in just a little bit farther. You know what you're listening to? This is the greatest song you never heard podcast. My name is Chris. I'm here with my great friend, Phil. How you doing, Phil? Doing great. Trying not to laugh. As you said, come closer. I'm like moving further away. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the greatest song you never heard podcast, a podcast where me and my buddy Phil dig deep into our personal archives, finding songs that we have no clue why everybody doesn't know. That doesn't mean that nobody knows them, but it does mean that like there's probably a vast majority of people have never heard these songs and we would like to present them to you as for your consideration maybe these are the great maybe these are one of the greatest songs you've never heard and that was just phil dinking around in the background with sound uh because we're just doing this on the fly right we are doing this on the fly you know i'm trying to prepare so that there's no like little slip up leg and look what i do right that's fine it's (laughs) totally fine uh so we uh we bring you songs every week that we are just we love the one of us loves them and the other one doesn't actually know what song we're going to be listening to uh, all i get's a lyric sheet so i got a piece of paper with some words on it in front of me and since i'm barely literate i can hardly make out what it is and uh, we're going to listen to a song together and then tell you what we think about it and then and then one of us is going to explain why we think this is the greatest song that no one's ever heard phil what do you got for us today i've got a fun one i'm gonna tell you so you know i'm a big spotify fan uh i love and actually you were talking about apple music yes how it uh, takes what you listen to and just takes you on a journey, right? Yes. It's a Chris Cochran radio or what do you Yeah, do? it develops a station for each person. Right. And so uh, Spotify does that as well. In a sense, it will give you on a Discover Weekly playlist based off what you listen to right. that week. And it is fat and fantastic. Now, there are some duds that's going to happen. But there are some that I'm like, who the heck is this? This is one of those songs. Awesome. I had never heard it before. This is probably a year or two ago. Okay. And and so I've got a playlist that is called Feeling All Right. Mm-hmm. This made that playlist no problem. And the Feeling All Right playlist is led by Feeling All Right. Okay. You know, a little Joe Cocker. Uh, but all of those songs have just a great vibe. You can play them almost anywhere. And so this song really caught me off guard. Then I saw who the artist was. I'm like, really? Wow. So, so I actually have a playlist on my iTunes library called cool songs. I found in my own iTunes library. That's right. Because I have this, like I've been, I started digitizing music and truthfully illegally downloading it like way back in the like Kazaa days. Um, and, and, and really collecting digital music in the Man, I was listening to my first MP3s in probably ninety six ish time frame, ninety five ish. Um, yeah, and so I, I started digitizing music early on. Uh, so most of what I've listened to over the years, I now have digitally. And every once in a while, um, I'll just take my whole entire iTunes library, like forty thousand songs or something, and just hit randomly shuffle, and I'll find a song that I'm like, same thing. Who is this? This I is know. awesome. So interesting enough, and I've done some research on this. Uh, we have a lot of listeners on this podcast. Hmm. It's a young podcast. We have a lot of listeners, but we have no royalty police. Ah, so you illegally downloading, listening—it's okay. <laughs> good, don't, good, good, good. Don't do it at home. <laughs> well, you don't need to anymore because you can stream absolutely everything, almost everything, except That's for right. the Powder Blues. You can't do that. Uh, yeah, Tom Lavin was not cool about that. Should we uh, get this going? Let's get going. I'm excited. Bought a farm 
is it's called the call of love it is nah, it's just a lucky guess i guess one of these days i'll come up with something that you won't be able to guess it was but called so far it hasn't meandering happened. through the park no i'm kidding <laughs> uh you know it's funny the i even said to you as we were listening to it uh I, the voice sounds really familiar I, I i just can't put my finger on it um so my initial thoughts are um if i was walking through a hotel um, that La- didn't Lounge cost Bar. too much, you know what I mean? That's that's the, I would expect to hear this song. A lounge singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not in a bad way. Just like that's the kind of uh, like vibe I pick up from it. Um, I have no clue who it is. I have no clue, um, but I liked it. So as I was listening to this, because this does not go a long ways back for me. Okay. Uh, maybe a couple of years, <clears throat> but I was listening to this thinking this guy. So there's two different kinds of singers. If you really simplify it, there's vocalist, right? Mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, and then there's stylistic singers. This guy's a stylist. So he he can sing like Billy Joel is yeah. not a vocalist. He's a stylist. He, he can carry a tune. He's got a decent range, blah, 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 right? This guy, I don't see being a vocalist, but he's got a really raspy voice mm-hmm. and synchro rhythm within the music. The beginning of the song captures me right from the beginning. I hmm. love it. That's what I heard this. And I'm like, Boom. is there any piano based song you don't like? Yes, of course. I can't think of one, but <laughs> <laughs> they are out there. Yes. You speak the truth. I do love keyboards. Absolutely. But this, I'm, I'm telling you, this song really grabbed me because uh, of that. It's amazing uh, how simple it is. But when done correctly, again, it's well produced, yes. which I started as I was listening to this because we, we have been bantering back and forth for weeks now, not really bantering, but sharing ideas. I kind of have a hierarchy of things. Yes, musically driven first, but that it doesn't have to be 
great music if it's a fantastic vocal well produced mm-hmm. has a couple horns and things like that that make up for the lack of music because some songs can be like really simple mm-hmm. so musically they're not great but all the others make up for it but it for me it starts with music so as it hit that chord i'm like this is really fun this is great so what are your other thoughts about it uh that's that's pretty much all I had. It didn't. It didn't really go anywhere the way that songs you typically pick out do, which I was surprised by. Yep. Uh, the lyrics actually, it's it's interesting because um, this is a funny side note. I'm reading uh, Desi Arnaz's biography right now. Okay. And the first real like um, one of the very first jobs he really had in entertainment was uh, on on Broadway, um, and they wanted him to perform this chant where he was supposed to be forming a conga line. He was single-handedly responsible for the conga line happening in America at all. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't know that. And there's this scene where there's the, he's telling the story about where these are the top like Broadway producers and writers and directors of the time have cast him partly because he's the only like Latin guy who's not like looking like a lazy Mexican or like Valentino. <laughs> like literally he says that. Um, and so they want him to perform this like chant, but they've written the chant as a march. But they want him to do a conga line as part of this gig. And he's like, I can't do that as a march. And so I have, so he actually went to them and said, I can't do this. I have to do it this way. And these top, and everyone was paranoid. These top producers are like, well, of course, do it your way. That's totally fine. So what I found interesting was, as I read the lyrics before you started playing this song, right, right. Uh, border falls, fighting ends, a cry for peace, we make amends. The call for love has set us straight. The call of love just might be fate. As I'm listening to this, I thought this was going to be this awesome, like, anti-war, anti-protester, you know, like, like a more meaningful, like, less about like, hey, baby, we almost uh, had sex, but we didn't, you know, we get to call love. Right. But in a sense, this, these words do have a place in today, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But until you, because this is the beauty of reading the lyrics. So I can't remember if you said this after we hit record or not, but you don't, you feel like you're cheating when you look at the, the lyrics. I do sometimes, start, right? yeah. Um, I like looking at them to see what my preconceived idea of the song is. Mm. And you just like put it out there and you're like, oh, this sounds like this over here. And then it's not anywhere near there. Right. But it's, it's that's, the, again, beauty of music. So why is this one of your greatest songs no one's ever heard? Okay, so I love the story behind this song of, of I love things that fall on my lap. This one fell on my lap. Mm-hmm. Then I did a little bit of research. I, uh, the guy that did this yes. is Adrian James. Oh, I don't know Adrian James. Well, Adrian James uh, Kroos, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, he's got a hard life. Hmm. Um, his dad, uh, father, died in a plane crash eight days before his second birthday. Wow. And he and his newly widowed mother had to move to San Diego, blah, blah, blah. Um, actually, I don't think his last name is pronounced Kroos. It's, I think it's A.J. Croce. And his dad was James Oh, Croce. nice. And when, Interesting. I, when I found this out, I'm like, this is really good. Because he has done some shows where he covers all his dad's songs. Hmm. And he plays flawlessly on the guitar. Really? Well, he's grown up listening to all his music. Probably didn't know his dad too much. Right. But Jim Croce is uh, like a legend in folk music, right? Oh, absolutely. And so uh, the fact that this stylistically is nothing like his dad. Oh, yeah. It's really almost funky. 
in the way he plays the piano. So in stark contrast to that, over Christmas time era, I ended up watching a bunch of old Christmas, I think we talked about this a little bit, old Christmas uh, television oh, specials. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them was with um, Dean Martin and um, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And Frank Sinatra had his family on there, including Frank Sinatra Jr. And I'm like, well, I wonder whatever happened to Frank Sinatra Jr. Just like everybody else, I go down this rabbit hole. Turns out Frank Sinatra Jr. actually was, at one point, one of the leading... Uh, American songbook authorities in the, he's he's passed away now um, but he actually recorded a bunch of standards and old like the style of music you would expect to hear from Frank Sinatra right only Frank Sinatra Jr. did and it sounds exactly like Frank Sinatra it is so well done and but the style so good, is different but the, no, it's just more modern because it's all been recorded right. he did a song of original albums uh, in in the late 20 teens, like 2016 or something along those lines. And it sounds like a Frank Sinatra album in 2016 being recorded for the first time. Only it's all original songs. Interesting. Do you have any idea when this uh, song came out? My guess is it's probably been the last five or six years. I nope. guess. Oh, interesting. Yep. Uh, eight years. Oh, huh. I guess nine now we're in 2021. Okay. But, uh, yeah. AJ Croce, 12 tales, uh, 2014. Oh, shoot. Crap, I thought I saw 2012. 2014, you were right. Yes. Son of a bitch. Uh, so yeah, it. Um, I. he's got some really good music. Well, now I'm going to go down a rabbit hole and guarantee that later. Yeah, it's kind of fun though, isn't it? It is. So would you rate this uh, as a little bit more uh, one of the greatest songs you've well, ever heard? Well, now that I know who it is, it's, <laughs> it's funny because had I just listened to this song and then given you my rating, it would have been a six. Now that I know who it is, I'm like, oh, this is a seven and a half easy, but just because of the story behind it and who it right. is and those kind of things. Just look, go to YouTube, go AJ Croce, look at some of his... Uh, Does he have the cool mustache? No, no, this is what he looks like. He's like, oh, hello. Oh, man. Yeah. He kind of looks like Screech from uh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> hey, well, we've never seen Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson <laughs> in the same room together. Maybe these two also. That's true, that's true. Oh, man. Anyway, so yeah, that's my rendition of one of the greatest songs you've never heard this week. Awesome. Thanks for uh, bringing that and sharing it with us. Uh, if you have feedback for us, we would love to, if you have voice feedback, just shoot us a text memo, uh, or I mean a te- uh, voice memo via text or yeah. via like you know, Facebook or whatever you want. We'll play it on the show. Heck, we'll play it we all day long. You could even say you guys suck and you have no taste in music and I'd be okay with that. I'd play that on the show. I'd probably sulk. But, you know, Chris would override me and we'd still play it. We would play it. And I would be sulking. Absolutely. Uh, Phil, where can people find us if they're looking for us on the internet outside of this podcast? Uh, the greatest song you never heard.com is on the World Wide Web. Uh, be sure to put www. in front of it. Actually, short story, I had a client that said, you have to put the www in front of it. I'm like, no, you don't. Yes, you do. I'm like, okay, you're my client. <laughs> and he's in the world of tech. So anyway. My uh, favorite is when they say www. <laughs> That's the old Mike Gastineau way. www. Yeah, so uh, Twitter, G-S-Y-N-H podcast. And of course, on Facebook, the greatest song you've never heard. And next week, we get to hear something from Chris. And uh, you'll want to join us next week because I've got a song that I promise you will get stuck in your head. You will want to listen to it three, four. The first time I ever heard this song, I probably listened to it on repeat for an hour. Now, when you said that, I got a song, I got a song, I got a song, hey, hey, hey. I don't know that song. Well, it's not not that. It's I got a dollar. I got a dollar. (laughs) We'll see you next time on The Greatest Song You've Never Heard Podcast. (laughs) 